Hi, this is Jeff Kober, and we welcome you to this Disney at Play podcast. When Walt Disney recalls the making of his first park, Disneyland, he spoke of days when he sat on a bench eating peanuts, watching his children on the merry-go-round. Well, that's the reason they call it a park. This podcast explores the joy of just that, sitting on a bench, eating a snack. When at Walt Disney World, there's nothing like grabbing a favorite treat and enjoying a park bench. We explored those options from Magic Kingdom to Disney's Animal Kingdom, from churros to cupcakes. Consider these choices as you explore a more leisurely approach to enjoying a day at the Vacation Kingdom to the world. It's Seats and Snacks, Walt Disney World's best park bench and goodie combinations. By the way, make sure that you subscribe to DisneyAtPlay.com because you'll see our list and other uh, links and visuals and so forth as we uh, as we discuss some of these things during uh, the podcast. And also, before we get going, I just want to express my appreciation to those who have reached out to me personally and shared uh, their thoughts about the most recent two podcasts, the first being The Slow Fall of Bob Chapek, and the second being The Hastening Fall of Bob Chapek and Disney's Long Road to Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. The first one was really a two-year overview of all the events since Bob Chapek was made CEO until the, until this year, and the second part being the last three months. And already since that podcast, more events have unfolded, particularly in the Florida State Legislature, where they are debating whether Disney should have the status that it has enjoyed since um, the late 1960s of being, having its own governmental authority. It's, uh, it's pure politics and played out by an individual who seeks to be the Republican Party's next best choice to Donald Trump in the upcoming presidential campaign. But you know what? That's not what we're covering. You definitely want to check out those podcasts if you haven't. Tonight, we are really talking about something on the far end of that extreme. As far as I could get, I really felt like we just needed something fun to talk about as it relates to our joy of Walt Disney World. Walt once said, Disneyland really began when my two daughters were very young. Saturday was always daddy's day and I would take them to the merry-go-round and sit on a bench eating peanuts while they rode. And sitting there alone, I felt there should be something built, some kind of family park where parents and children could have fun together. Well, you know what? That's the secret recipe there. A bench and a snack. And Walt Disney knew it. And that's really one of the very best things you could do. Of course, the merry-go-round got a little more um, involved. Uh, Rise of the Resistance and uh, and uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. And and uh, all the new attractions are, are, are quite a stretch from that little merry-go-round. But the bench and the snack... That still exists. It's why there is a park and why we call them theme parks. And so I want to go park by park and name my favorite place to 
grab a seat and a snack that kind of best accompanies that location. We're going to start with Disney's Animal Kingdom. In fact, we're going to start before you even get into the park. A lot of people don't know that on the far left is, well, they do know that that's the Rainforest Cafe on the far left. What they don't see is that there's really a wonderful little alcove in there with lots of benches or um, places that you can just uh, enjoy the shade, enjoy the water, the waterfalls nearby, and grab a snack. I recommend Joffrey's if you're heading on into the park, and I probably recommend an ice cream treat as you exit the park. Either way, you can enjoy that little location. I also would recommend that not only try that side, but there's also some really nice casual outdoor seating areas on the exit of Rainforest Cafe. In other words, as you exit Disney's Animal Kingdom, veer right and you come toward a little patio area, a lot of a larger than life um, uh, animals, um, uh, statues and things of that nature. But there's some really great little corners there to also just grab a snack or a drink and enjoy your time there. You don't have to be in such a hurry to get out and move on. Rainforest Cafe provides a nice little respite right before you get into the park or right as you exit. My second loyal location or choice at Disney's Animal Kingdom would definitely be Flame Tree Barbecue. Now I'm really trying to find just um, benches to sit on, but some of those benches, the best places, the only places to sit are actually in um, counter surface areas and the little um, alcoves that they have in that whole little forested area next to Flame Tree Barbecue where you can enjoy your meal, overlook the lake. It's a beautiful location. There is no question that there is, uh, that that is just really one, especially this time of year before it gets hot and humid. It just really is a nice place to find shade and quiet and you can truly be alone with not much more than a lot of birds trying to eat what you're having. There are a lot of birds in that area that like to try to eat, and they, like I, enjoy my favorites there, cornbread and cupcakes. Well, I don't usually have both, but they are two choices. There is a great, it's like $2 for a slice of cornbread at uh, Flame Tree Barbecue. Maybe grab some milk with that, or instead, they're always doing um, a cupcake kind of choice at uh, a Flame Tree Barbecue. Right now, I think what they are offering, uh, my favorite has always been the, uh, oh, the Lion King um, Scar Cup, was it Scar? Um, yeah, I think it was a Scar Cupcake. That was always a lot of fun. But there also is, um, um, right now they're doing a 50th anniversary celebration cupcake. Lemon cake, lemon chiffon filling. I love fillings in the cupcake. That is better than the frosting. But this one also has vanilla frosting with celebration sprinkles, splatter coated chocolate Mickey, and a gold dusted 50th anniversary medallion. There's also the Wilderness Explorer Dragonfly Badge Cupcake. Now this sounds even better. Pink lemonade cupcake 
with strawberry compote. I am so going here soon. Strawberry compote filling, lemon frosting. So that's going to give you a little, little twist and tang there. And a white chocolate medallion of a dragonfly wilderness explorer's badge because we all need a candy version of that. But And that cupcake actually is less. Uh, it's $5.99 as opposed to the $6.29 on the 50th anniversary cupcake. I should just do a show to compare all those. Of course, there you can always grab um, a meal as well. And there are plenty of great meals there at Flame Tree Barbecue. Even a salad to kind of the smokehouse chicken salad is, um, well, that gives you an excuse to have the cupcake. Um, or at least the cornbread later on. So I love that little corner with Flame Tree Barbecue. Then, off the beaten track between Africa and Asia, and there are several choices you can go to. There are some that come right down to the river. The um, One of them is the former uh, boat dock that is just across from the bird show. That has lots of seating, lots of covered seating. That's a great place to eat. I usually grab candied almonds from that little snack shack, the little Coca-Cola stand that is right at the entrance to Disney's Animal Kingdom. And in fact, actually, there's some really wonderful little seating spaces around it as well. But if you keep going toward Africa, there's some other spaces down low or up above that little, that little off-the-beaten path um, that you cross uh, that, that leads toward that. Now, if you're going the other way, there's some great choices going uh, from, from Africa of places you can grab snacks there. But I like to get that candy almond. Those um, are my favorite. In fact, actually, I think on the opposite side of Africa, you can also at the snack stand get candied almonds as well. So you can't go wrong either direction. Candy almonds are available. And then the final choice I'm going to mention here is... Um, is, uh, well, let me mention the snack first. A lot of people kind of wonder where you go get churros. Churros in the Magic Kingdom can be at Frontierland or by Storybook Circus. At Epcot, they're in Mexico. At the studios, I believe they're near One Man's Dream, but I definitely know they're in a little kiosk by Muppet Vision. But at Disney's Animal Kingdom, a lot of people don't know where to go get churros. And that's actually at the Dino Diner. That's a little trailer with a little dino head and tail stuck to it. It's in the middle of um, Chester and Hester's and near all the games of chance and so forth. And um, it's not always open, but you can grab uh, churros and chocolate sauce. I'm not big on the chocolate sauce. It's more like chocolate syrup and it's just not that good. If you can do it without having the whole thing melt, I prefer getting the ice cream sandwiches at Dino Bite Snacks. Now that Dino Bite Snacks is adjacent, um, is adjacent to the um, uh, Restaurantosaurus. And, um, and there's some really good places just to enjoy a, a snack right there if you need to hit the air conditioning. Um, the, right now they're selling, they're selling the 50th celebration ice cream sandwich, vanilla ice cream sandwich between two house-made double chocolate chip cookies with celebration sprinkles and a 50th anniversary logo, a uh, logo. And then again, that's $7.29, $6.99 is just an ice cream cookie sandwich, but there's always usually a celebratory, um, I've had a Valentine day kind of, um, 
Oh, the one at Christmas with the peppermint ice cream and the peppermint chocolate cookies. Those are the best. So if you can grab that and not have it melt, then the place I would go um, to enjoy that would actually be where Disney Kite Tales is. That big stadium that they created. There's a couple of places you can find some shade in all of that. Or maybe you just want to get a little bit of sun. And it doesn't have to be during showtime. Even between shows, you could just kind of sit out and enjoy that little space in there and spread out and enjoy your sandwich. That's a great place. Look across the water. But of course, if you can make it during Disney Kite Tales, that what you know whether it's the the Lion King or the Jungle Book versions of those kite tail shows you can't go wrong. So those are the those are the seat and snack places that I would go for at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Let's head over to Disney's Hollywood Studios. At the top of my list, probably among all of the parks, is Echo Lake along the. Along the lake, there are lots of, in fact, this just this just says to me, this just brings me back. If you've been to Griffith Park where Walt Disney talks about going to the merry-go-round and so forth, this just brings me back to Los Angeles. It brings me back to early Hollywood. I love Echo Lake, and there are always a place to grab a seat and a snack. Um, there's... Uh, my favorite place, there are a couple of choices of where to get a snack, and I'm just now thinking about the one that is focused on the Rocketeer, where you can get the frozen slushy drinks, uh, uh, Cokes and so forth. But where I was going to go was Starbucks. Starbucks, I don't drink coffee and so forth, though I have had the chocolate, um, the chocolate and almond milk drink which actually is fairly low in calories, but every, all the time, a lot of people love the carrot cookie. I don't think that, I don't like that carrot cookie. I don't like the filling in, it's too rich. What I like are they always have some kind of mousse type dessert at, um, at those locations. And I always try to, um, I always try to grab one of those um, whenever I am at um, Trolley Cafe, um, you can always find something that is mousse related and it's quite rich and lovely. And with, you know, uh, I, I love milk or chocolate milk. Right now they're doing the Glimmer and Shimmer Pineapple Mousse, Golden Pineapple Mousse on a toasted coconut crisp with apple, with caramel cream and matcha sponge cake. Lots of times at Christmas, it's kind of shaped like a pine cone. It's, it's always different. It kind of, it's a seasonal kind of thing, what they end up doing with it. That's $5.49, by the way, in price. Um, cheaper than, than uh, some of those earlier selections I talked about. I love being at Echo Lake at, during the evening. As the park is closing and it's evening and you see the neon lights along the way, that is such a great time to be in Echo Lake and to have a snack. You can't go wrong there. Also, I love Sunset Boulevard. And the time of year I love it is Christmas. That's a great time to enjoy a snack because they're always doing that little light show on the Tower of Terror. They have snow falling on Sunset Boulevard and lots of holiday music. 
Um, in years past, they've had Santa uh, featured across the way at the Carthay Circle uh, Theater uh, retail location. Um, it's it's just a really nice Christmassy, lots of Christmas lights and everything, decorations up. That's a great time for hot chocolate. But um, cupcakes and milk also from Rosie's can't go wrong. You can always, this is, you know, cup, kind of the cupcake place. And right now they're doing a fudge-filled, this is a s'more cupcake, a fudge-filled chocolate cupcake topped with graham cracker buttercream, toasted marshmallows, and mini chocolate bar. Um, that's that's a lot of s'more. And you could probably split one of those. Also the ice cream. Um, there's just so many different little snack areas right there on Sunset Boulevard. So you can't go wrong. And especially that time of year when you can just enjoy the holiday decorations. Now, um, going back to any time in the evening, and it's tempting, especially as we get back into the shows like Fantasmic and the fireworks and everything in the parks, it's gonna be difficult to find more time, but the park hours are extending, that's the good news. And it's always a great time to be in Galaxy's Edge when the when the Black Spire outpost is just radiating this blue light throughout. And what better inspiration when you're seeing this blue luminescence than to go get some blue milk at um, nearby and maybe some uh, um, kettle mix. Uh, all of those are really good. Uh, Katsaka's uh, kettle mix is a great choice there. And I like to sit either on the porch. Now, what happens is uh, Ronto Wraps kind of closes early. I think that's a really poor choice. But notwithstanding, that poor choice is our favorite because there's lots of patio seating right out there. Or if you step downstairs, there's a couple of small areas also where you can grab a seat. And honestly, that gives you a better view looking back toward uh, Galaxy's Edge. And, uh, and that whole horizon with everything, the, the, you know, the, the, the lights on the mountains and so forth, it's just, it's just beautiful. So I highly recommend that location as well. Now let's move to Epcot. Everybody loves the patisserie in France and you can always find a great choice there for something to snack on. Surprisingly, my wife picked up a couple things yesterday when we were at Epcot. One was um, a soup bowl, but it had uh, a lobster bisque, and it was in a French um, sour... I don't think it was sourdough, but it was a French bread bowl. It was much smaller than when you think of the bread bowls that you get at Disney California Adventure or at the French market at Disneyland. Um, but... It was hearty, let me put it that way, for what you got. Also, she ordered, surprisingly, I've never eaten the French bread pizza they have. And the bread was so good. I was very surprised. It's something I never order all. It's been around forever and ever. But it was so delicious. What I do enjoy is the macaroon, raspberry. Um, but here's the trick. Eating inside that little patisserie and those little tables it's noisy it's it's ugh, it's junky they used to have tables right outside by the gelateria 
or whatever you call a gelato place that they have there in France, those have kind of been moved. So what you have to do is carry your food across. Think about going across, go by the front of the theater, go through that little alleyway, go over toward the entrance. Don't go into Ratatouille's area, but go right to the archway for Ratatouille and you'll see there's a little alcove there with several tables and chairs. Great place to enjoy that snack. And you're looking out over the Skyliner, you're looking at the guests heading toward Ratatouille, you see the um, the World Showcase um, International Gateway entrance. It's it's just a very lovely area as the sun sets. This is, this is a, a, a very cool treat. So look for that little space. It's often, it's often missed. Um, I love Japan and anything Japan seems to work. If you wanted to grab a treat from one of the kiosks during the festivals, you will not go wrong. Right now they're doing the frushi, which is a fruit sushi. Can't go wrong there. How about Tokyo? Um, how about going to the Kabuki Cafe and grabbing one of their snow cones? So what they, it's Kakigori, which is a Japanese shaved ice. It's available in rainbow, strawberry, melon, cherry, tangerine, or blue raspberry. But what I love, and I know this just seems really, really crazy, but kakigori with sweet milk topping, which is basically like um, uh, condensed milk, something of that nature, a sweetened condensed milk. And let me tell you, that really is an amazing, crazy thing. You can also get some sushi. Yeah. You can also get some sushi at uh, at that little snack place and then head back up. There's some wonderful little outdoor seating areas just above Kakagori. Um, and then further up um, toward their primary counter service restaurant. Anywhere in there tucked in between all of um, the, uh, the koi fish pond and all of the bamboo forest that's in through there. You can't go wrong in that little space. It's just fantastic to be there in the Jap uh, Japan gardens. Another one that's kind of new is the La Galateria Toscano, which has, it's, that is just a brand new little place that has opened up in front of Italy. A lot of people haven't eaten there. The It's gelatos and sorbets. I simply had a root beer Float on one occasion, and I was surprised how good the vanilla um, sorbet tasted with that root beer. That was really good. On another occasion, I had the, uh, uh, I think it was the jati and a waffle cone, two scoops of Italian ice cream and a waffle cone choice of chocolate, vanilla, pistachio, cookies and cream, uh, stracciatella, sorry if I said that wrong, Amarena cherry. I've got to try that cherry one. That sounds terrific as well. There's a little, little alcove right next to it. It's a lovely little place lit up by little um, lights at night. But hey, go further on into the plaza area in Italy and you'll find some other wonderful little seats and places to grab and just enjoy and let the world pass by. Whether it's Italy or Japan, you can't go wrong. Or France, as I mentioned at the beginning, you can't go wrong. Now, 
The fourth choice I have to mention with Epcot is a new one because never before did I really ever stop and admire. I mean, you always admired Spaceship Earth, but with these new LED lights and the beacons of light thing that they did for the 50th, the lights are stupendous at Spaceship Earth. And Disney has under its goofy candy company, although I think it's themed at Chippendale or something, they have candied peanuts. Now, candied peanuts, I got to do a whole podcast on that because that goes way back in time to Disneyland. They were like, candy peanuts was the candy at the Candy Palace at Disneyland. And uh, they had a big partnership with a, with a company that made those candy peanuts. I grew up eating those. I love those. That was my snack of choice. I can grab them from one of those, from the side store on your right as you're facing the exit. Then grab a bench nearby or a, a little seat area in there and just watch the lights. Listen to the beautiful soundtracks they have to play for the um, arts festival. Um, they played the rainbow song from the Muppets. Right now, they're playing during the Flower and Garden Festival, um, the song from Pocahontas. Um, uh, you can paint with all the colors of the way. I had to almost sing it in order to remember the title of it. And I was staring at a picture of the Pocahontas soundtrack. Uh, but that, do not rush out of the park. Stop and enjoy that moment. Grab some photos. It is a beautiful time. Christmas, they do they do holiday songs in front on that. There's, this is just the new place to stop and really be in a park. And it's, it's no different than Walt eating the peanuts. It's just that Spaceship Earth is a little fancier than the merry-go-round he used to watch his daughters on. It's the same feeling. And you will feel it when you are at Epcot. Now let's move to the Magic Kingdom. And uh, I, I got to tell you, I'm not the biggest fan of churros in the Walt Disney World parks. Now take me to Disneyland and I've probably consumed about five of them before I even go from one park to the other. The churros are amazing at Disneyland. Not so much. They need to improve on this. The best thing I ever had was a churro float, ice cream kind of float over at Antigravity's but that, uh, uh, that's not where I'm going with this. They do have churros in Frontierland. They also currently at um, Pecos Bill, um, they have had this um, drink on the menu, which I've had twice now. And it's, it's kind of a tasty thing. It's called a Bear Tracks Slushy. Root beer and vanilla slushy topped with whipped cream, chocolate, and peanut butter pieces. I know that just all sounds wrong, but it really is pretty good. And they also serve Teddy Bear's Swingin' Shortcake, a peach and raspberry truffle with crumbled cake, strawberry pearls, and flowers. It's fairly small. It is delicious. Bite, bite, bite that you can't go wrong. Now, what you wanna do once you, once you get that drink or that or those churros or whatever you're getting as a snack right there. Churros is kind of the, 
the if nothing else. But there are some other good choices if you hunt around a little bit. Then head either by around the corner toward Big Thunder Mountain. There used to be an area that was the keelboat dock. Or, no, was the keelboat dock? No, it was, um, well, there was a keelboat dock there, but there was also a canoe dock. And, at any rate, there is no boat dock there, no canoe, nothing. And then it was turned into a smoking area. Well, that's all gone. There are rocking chairs there. It's a great place, and it's covered, by the way. It's a great place to go. Just sit back and enjoy. If you've got the energy and you've got, and you can get the food across, highly recommend the rocking chairs along Tom Sawyer's Island on the opposite side of what I just described to you on the opposite side of the rivers of America. Uh, in the shadows of the fort, there's a rocking chair area that overlooks Big Thunder Mountain. You watch uh, the Liberty Bell pass by. It is fantastic. It is a world away. And if this, this is probably where Walt would have been in his Missouri days, just sitting along the river, watching, the, watching life pass by. It is so beautiful and so lovely. I highly recommend that. Then I also recommend for those of you who love your pineapple dole whip. Now I'm not a big, um, I'm not a big, I am, I enjoy pineapple dole whip, but there are some other really good choices at, um, at, at Aloha Isle. Um, for instance, right now they have something called tropical serenade, pineapple, orange, guava juice, with coconut soft serve. Oh, and that is so good. And an upside down pineapple cake pop. Now they had something similar to that. It was it uh, Coco, Coco, uh, I can't remember those little guys in Moana, but they had one themed to that. And it was very similar to this only that was like a blue juice kind of thing. But uh, let me tell you, there's also a raspberry swirl float. There's something called a crooning flower lime and vanilla soft swirl over pineapple juice served with a blue chocolate feather. There's the Fifi Jimmy. Yeah, say that again. There's the Fifi Gigi and Mimi pineapple orange and vanilla bunt cake stack filled with Dole Whip pineapple. That is over the top. That's a shareable at $11.99. And then, of course, there's always just go get a pineapple Dole Whip. There's so many good choices there. The trick is where to go to enjoy it. And everybody's stacked around there, just standing around there, finding a garbage can. That's not the place to go. Sometimes people head over to Frontierland. There's a couple of rocking chairs right there uh, in the store, in front of the store. But there aren't there aren't a lot of spaces. My recommendation is go the other direction toward Pirates of the Caribbean. Go to Tortuga Tavern, which is not always open. And but there's always plenty of outdoor shaded space, even some indoors, and go and enjoy your float there. That's the place to take it and enjoy it and sit back. Now, final two choices. You can go <laughs> you can go north or south depending on where you are in the fireworks. Because these are two choices after the fireworks at and shouldn't there be a snack after the fireworks, in my opinion? Maybe some of you do it before the fireworks. You try to get out. 
But for me, I don't like pushing the traffic thing. So after, after, at the time the park announces it's closed and you can't go on any more attractions, that's the time to get a snack. I'll either order a frozen mint juleps lemonade at Casey's or, which has had a baseball brownie, but I think it's a little sweet, but the mint juleps lemonade is terrific. If I'm really indulging, I'll stand in line for a waffle sundae. The waffle sundaes are great. But gosh, you, I, they need fast, they need a, and it, it's so funny because you can do mobile ordering at the ice cream outlet on Main Street at Disneyland, but you can't do it here at Walt Disney World. They need to move to mobile ordering, but it's not a very large space and that's part of the problem. Any rate, wh whatever you get, I go for the umbrella seats. Red and white on Casey's side, yellow and white over on the ice cream side. Either of those are great choices, especially right after the fireworks because they've all gotten up and they're heading out. So that's a great time to do that. If you can't go there or if you want a different choice, go to Center Street, halfway down Main Street, veer left if you're exiting, going toward the exit of the park and there's some red and white, well, there's some tables. I'm not sure, I think there's some umbrellas too. But there are tables at the end of that street. And again, off the beaten path, you're not being mowed down by people exiting the park. It's a great place to stop, drop, and enjoy the moment before you leave the park. The final choice that I give, and this choice you can't go wrong because I'm telling you that confectionery is confections. In fact, we actually had... Um, a recent podcast, do check that out because we had a great podcast that really looked at all the details around the confectionery. Now, mind you, you got your fudge and candy with like your pecan caramel roll or your chocolate s'mores roll. You have assorted, assorted cupcakes and brownies. Cupcakes aren't that impressive there. I love the caramel apples, but they're kind of messy to eat. Cake pops, those are always a good choice. I like some of the new cookies they had. They had one that um, was peanut M&Ms. That was good. Kind of peanut butter cookie and peanut M&Ms. That was good. Better one was um, one that was done around, um, oh, what are those rainbow candies? Um, I can't think of it. The sweet and sour candies. They've taken that one out, actually. I, um, maybe they'll put it back in. Anyway, you can't go wrong on choices. You can also mobile order when you're at the confectionery. And then that's the time to grab a seat down in Town Square, or better yet, head over and see if you can get some of those rocking chairs in front of the Main Street Theater and watch the world empty the park. Be the last person to leave. You've paid a lot of money to get there enjoy and max out every moment with a little snack and just savor, savor the experience of being at Walt Disney World. Well, you can see that this list has made me the man I am today. That's for sure. <laughs> Too many snacks. You know, I, I just try to find the one good one that I love in each park. And, um, and I just go for that one. But there are lots of great choices, and that choosing is not so easy. 
Um, but notwithstanding, there are also some great places to just sit back and enjoy being in the park, listen to the music, people watch, just watch the world go by. It's a fascinating, it's a fascinating experience and just relaxing. It's part of why you went on vacation. So sit back and relax and snack it away. Thank you for joining this Disney at Play podcast. We appreciate your support. We also appreciate those who have joined the Wayfinder Society, which is our Patreon group. It's a Patreon group where you not only have a chance to give to help this podcast, but better yet, we give back to you with some interactive, fun tools to better explore and study the park videos and, and interactive maps and stories and visual. It's just a whole assortment of fun stuff that if you just are waiting for your next trip to Disney, you got to, you just join the Wayfinder Society and it'll get you, get you excited for your next trip. There's lots of different levels and it's really a fun thing to explore. So check that out. And in the meantime, we hope you have a terrific day in the words of Sinbad's storybook voyage. Always follow the compass of your heart. Have a great day and we'll see you real soon.